Welcome to Fridge Buzz with the Farrah Twins. Boring text of the week. We're getting right into it. So it's from Stephanie to Courtney again, and it says, Are you typing something? Question mark. Three dots. To which I reply, no, sorry. To which you reply, ugh. Yeah, because I you left me hanging there. And it was like I was about to go to bed. I know. And then I also appreciated this. Home. This was sent at 1019 yesterday. Home question mark. Followed by four question marks. Followed by another four question marks. <laughs> followed by another eight question marks. Followed by seven question marks. Followed by 12 question marks. And then the next three lines are individual question marks. Before I could even reply. Yeah, I was pissed. I wanted you to were, go to bed. <laughs> there, if, if there could ever be aggression with question marks, yes. you nailed that. I needed to go to bed. Nash horse. Because what we were doing is we were watching Dancing with the Stars. Because all of a sudden we're into it. Yes, Dancing with the Stars, people who used to be stars. Or or some might say Dancing with the Stars featuring Brian Austin Green in the audience. Featuring. Full, featuring. He's a full feature. He's a full feature. He got season tickets. He's always sitting directly behind the judges, so that means camera time. Yeah. And and you're you're kind of like there's no spotlight on you when you're sitting behind the judges in the audience. But then sometimes like the director will be like get the shot of Brian Austin Green clapping. Yeah. How does Brian Austin Green like the dance? Yeah. And then sometimes he's picking at his nails, like yes. biting his nails. Yes. And then sometimes his spouse <laughs> or whatever is tapping him on the leg saying, you're on camera. Yeah. No, but it's like, it's like, I can't figure out why Brian Austin Green, he's a season ticket holder to Dancing with the Stars this season. I know. Brian, why are you there? Yeah. And for those who don't know who Brian Austin Green is... He's David Silver on 90210. David Silver. Why is David Silver at Donna Dancing Martin with the Stars? Graduates. Donna, Donna Martin, Martin graduates. graduates. Yeah. I, that never left my head ever. I know, because like she was suspended or something. Yeah. I don't know. But seriously, you need to get to the bottom of why David Silver is constantly in the audience behind the judge. Like that's his seat. I He's feel, in the same seat know, every, every week. Is, maybe he was a former contestant. Should we ch- check that out? Yeah, I guess I, I guess I will. Okay, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's get to the bottom of it. Is no, no, no. Why is Brian Austin, Austin Green always at Dancing with, with the, the stars? stars? I was just doing the um, cadence of how you were typing that into Google. Oh, so he's a former contestant, I think. So former contestants always get the same spot he when was, they're invited back? He was with Sharna Burgess. Oh, his girlfriend is Sharna Burgess, who's a dancer on the show. So, but is it her in the audience? Then? I guess so. I thought he was with Megan Fox. I guess we've gotten to the bottom of it. His girlfriend, who he's with now, used to be one of the dance instructors on Dancing with the Stars. What's interesting, what I find interesting is he always has the optimum seat to, be, to have TV time. Brian Austin Green always gets the same seat, so he gets camera time. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Pointless drivel. Here's something. There's a new J-Lo movie coming out. Shotgun Wedding. Shotgun Wedding. And I've come to the conclusion, okay, that J-Lo only does movies where she can be in a wedding dress. No, she I think a- there's a clause in her contract yes. that says, has to have a scene, at least one scene, if not the whole entire movie, 
in a wedding dress. Yes. It's a, the J-Lo wedding dress clause. The J-Lo wedding dress clause. Yeah. It's a thing. I don't know for a fact, but I know it's true. Yeah. That's like Bill Maher. I don't know for a fact, but I know it's true. She has a J-Lo wedding dress clause. Yes, she does. So here we have another movie where she gets to run around in a wedding dress. You know, do we, do we blame her? Wouldn't that be fun, though? I guess so. Yeah. You know what? She's unapologetic. She is unapologetic about her wedding dress movies. About her wedding dress movies. She reads the script and she's like, no, no, in fact... Only scripts with wedding dresses are sent. In, are sent to her. Are sent to her. Only wedding dress scripts yes. are on her desk. Yes, so, so she's not. It's not a matter of sifting because everyone, yeah, has that option. Yeah. So she. So on this particular script, she went perf the yeah. whole time. I'm in this wedding dress the yeah. whole time. It's true. It's true. Shows will never watch Fire Country. Totally. I see. I seen a commercial for that. Fire country. Slow motion firemen. No. Yeah. Um, here's here's one I'll never watch. East New York. Okay, I gotta tell ya. Jimmy Smith's though. I know Jimmy Smith's is in it. Doesn't make it good. Jimmy Smith's on- he might pull me in. No, it's on CTV, which means it's not going to be Nero good. Padilla Anyways. from Sons of Anarchy, okay? He was Nero. Okay. So I guess East the- New York. You know what I'm talking Jimmy Smith's is a pull and they know it. It's just there's so many shows about New York. Like I get it. I know. Why don't they do a show about, you know, Moose Jaw? Why does it have to be always New York? Like we get it. We get it. Seize the night. There's an election coming up. I guess, like, how do you say it? Like a municipal election? I don't know. For councillors of the city. I don't. One thing I know about myself is that I'm not, I don't know the lingo for elections. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know either, but there's an election coming up for city council. So city council election. Yeah. Municipality. That's a word I think that works here. I'm not sure. But anyway, so we found ourselves, we've, listen, listen, I'm, I don't claim to be, to be super smart on all topics, but for sure, when it comes to like elections and things, I, I am in quicksand. I'm in the wind with elections. I just get really silent. No. So we found ourselves over the weekend, over this past Thanksgiving weekend, caught up in like more than one election talk, debate, whatever. And me and you said, Zero. We, well, we made no contribution to the conversation. I have a stack on my kitchen counter that my husband and I are going to go through and I, I'm going to put in the time and do the research, but I hadn't done that yet when these conversations came up. So I just go silent because I'm like, well, I don't even have a stack. Yeah, There's got to be yeah. a website. I'm no, sure I can go to a website. Is. Of course. There's a whole bunch of places you can do research, but I have yet to do it. I'm cramming essentially. Well, I found myself not adding anything to the conversation because I like, you know, people were listing up, well, what do you think about this candidate or that candidate? Candidate is another word that works. And I didn't know any of them. And I remember a few weeks back now, someone knocked on our door during dinner time, and I was like kind of annoyed. And they were just saying, vote for me, blah, 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 blah. And I was sort of like irritated he came at dinner time because mm-hmm. I thought, who does that? Well, he knew you'd be home. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I get why they do that, I guess. But who does that? Who does, does that? that? Well, they need to. And you know what? Somebody's got to do it. Even you and I just talking about this, we can't even get anything good because we absolutely <laughs> no, are definitely. in the wind. No, we we're have, in the wind. When even when is you, voting day? When you say you're in the wind to people, then you get a lecture about how you need to. Oh, yeah. Everyone, that's a Everyone loves to tell other people they need to vote. But we need to. And we yeah. are going to. Yeah. You need to vote. You need to vote. G- I get it. I need to vote. For who? <laughs> what is it for? <laughs> no, but like you're driving around the, t- the city and you're seeing names everywhere on lawns and you're like, wait, I think I think there might be an election coming is up. Is it um, 
something that you can do to to vote for the least annoying looking person is that but they don't have their picture on which is some of them do (laughs) on one of the times people were talking about the election i they were giving out names of candidates and i went Jaden narduzzi he's a real estate agent i I know but i cause i keep seeing his face on all the bus the bus benches yeah. And it's really sinking in. His marketing is getting in. Jaden yeah. Narduzzi. And one yeah. day I saw him walking across the crosswalk and I was like, celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Narduzzi. Yeah. I think you just like saying his last name. And it's, it's really fun to say Narduzzi. Yeah. Free promo. This is free promo, promo for, for Jaden Narduzzi. Narduzzi. He might be happy to know his bus benches are working. They do work though. We should get a fridge bus bus bench. Yeah, no, forget any other promo. Get it on like a, a bus yeah, bench. on the way up to the school. Why are those so damn effective? They are. The one on the way up to the school, I look at that man's face every single day. It's it's nuts. We need to do that for fridge buzz. I wonder how much it costs to get a fridge buzz. I don't know. We should ask Matt Dolan. Yeah. Because he does it for yeah. real estate. That, he's another name and face you see on bus benches. And you're like, okay, all right. Seeps in. That, that makes sense. sense. Um, I do have a good cat name, which you and I had a good laugh at the other day. Mitch. 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 That is a really good cat name. Actually, even just for like a person. Mitch. It's like it's like sturdy. Yeah, Mitch. Google, Google search, search history. history. All right, I'll start. So obviously Brian Austin Green on Dancing with the Stars. We got to the bottom of it. We did. Emma Slater Twin, who's another Dancing dancer. with the Stars. Yeah, she has a twin. Uh, Emma Slater divorce. Um, so she is getting divorced. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Lewis, French, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What was her character? Uh, York Banks. We needed to know, remember last night, we needed to know if Tyra Banks had a Tyra a kid. Banks child, hi, hi, she named her son York. Is it Yorks with an S? York. York or, Banks. It's hard to say. It is, but she doesn't care. Uh, Mildred Baena, because also we realized that one of the contestants is the estranged child of oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ar- Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's just too hard to say that name. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger or Schwarzenegger? Do you hear the difference? Schwarzenegger. Then I looked up the band, the girl group, Three, with, with three eyes. It's the, the lead singer is uh, Uma from The Descendants, and she has two sisters. What are you talking about, Three? I've never heard of that band. It's a girl group called Three. Okay. It's on, there's a new music video on the Disney Plus, and it's the China Anne McLean, the actress and right. singer from the, mo- the kids' movie Descendants. Her and her two sisters are in a girl group called Three. Okay, got it. Nobody cares. Anyways. Exactly, and I cared enough to look that up. Like, stop. Chocolate thumbprint. Recipe. Okay. Eva Mendez Kids 2022. Trying to get pictures of her kids. What else do I have here? Hold on. Some boring stuff. Roasted Brussels sprouts. Domino's pizza. Okay, Court, we get it. We get it. We get it. What is 115 centimeters in inches? And then, of course, so many, so many nail searches. Okay. You want to hear mine? This is, it's, I'm looking at it and it's very, it's all very medical. Virtual Doctor BC. Vertigo treatment, internal sty treatment, sty symptoms. Folks, I have an inner eyelid sty. You have a sty in your eye. It, it looks like a pussy volcano on the inside of your eyelid. It's actually repulsive. If you have never had an inner internal sty in your eye, then you, you don't understand my pain. When I bend over, my eye is going to fall out. Mm-hmm. And also, I just, just for the listener, I just recovered last week from another cold sore. Mm-hmm. Okay? So please, please, 
please. I send out Cody to get antibiotic um, pink eye visine drops. So they have like polysporin in it, polysporin drops. He goes to four different pharmacies and all of the pharmacies say there's a shortage of polysporin eye drops. Are we, is it like a sty pandemic? Are people getting styes? I don't know. So I, I, so I had to call a virtual doctor, like make an online appointment just to get a prescription for the same drops because they could give me that, right? Not before the doctor on the phone gave me a stern talking to about how this needed to be a video appointment. And you only booked a phone yeah, call? Yeah, because, because he, for skin conditions, according to licensing or something, he needs to have a video to see the skin condition okay. as well as an uploaded picture. Okay. And I was like, I was like apologetic. I'm like, oh, okay. Like think I'm, I was going to say to him, if he had let me speak, I was going to be like, no problem. I'll rebook. Thanks for your time. At the end of his spiel, he's like, well, I'm going to write you a prescription for blah, blah, blah. I just got schooled. I was not expecting him to then give me the prescription. Yeah. You know, kind of felt silly. He was very stern with me and, and told me he can't do his job if I if he if he can't see it. Oh my god! Yeah, so I, embarrassing for I, you. So I was trying to say to him, "Oh, yep, no problem." Like trying to get off the phone, like no problem, I'll just rebook. Um, but he's like, and he said to me, "It's too late now. You can't send me a picture now." It's like, no, I I hear you. I I will hang up and blah blah blah. And then at the end of that, he wrote me the prescription, and I was like, oh, "Okay, you know what I mean?" Yeah, like embarrassed, very embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you. Yeah. Like, why though? Courtney and myself, our friend Steen, and our dad, Tony, we all went downtown Vancouver and watched Hanson at the Vogue Theater. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? Well, my first thought when we came out of the parking lot off Seymour Street in Vancouver was, oh, I feel scared. <laughs> so um, I thought of that okay, joke. I meant I, of the concert. I, know, let me, I, I, I thought of that, uh, that joke that dad made years ago when we were playing a show in a, in a bad part of town. And he was like, just walk back to back. Like, you know. Yeah, we were anyways. walking to the rickshaw, though. That was yeah. on Hastings. East so anyways, Hastings. I, I, I'm just, uh, I've become a bit uh, soft and comfortable in my little uh, neck of the woods in the suburbs. But, but instantly, instantly, I'm invigorated because none other than Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So Kurt Russell walks by us. Kurt Russell walks by and it's just like instantly and I slap your leg or whatever. No, you didn't slap my leg. You slapped me so hard on my vagina. I'm sorry because I was so excited. So I'm like alarmed that like now my vagina hurts, but then I all of a sudden I do. I okay. look up and I see Kurt Russell. Kurt, it's unmistakable. Of, I didn't mean to hit you there. No, okay? obviously. But also, and then he, he walked by us and then he stopped and he was coming back this way. I'm very excited. Kurt Russell walks by. Unmistakable. His eyes are unmistakable. Yeah. Dean Prophet, which... Everybody should know that his character from Overboard, one of our favorite movies, him and Goldie Hawn. His, from his, the 80s. From the 80s. His name is Dean Prophet in that movie. Yes. And I literally yelled out, like in earshot, it's Dean Prophet. Yeah. Like I yelled that out. Yeah. And so I'm excited. So I'm invigorated. Anyways, we go to I some... And why, why when we see celebrities do some of us get only invigorated? Only if you care. Only if you care though, because I was excited. Like that's not my first time seeing Kurt Russell. They're... they're they live around town, I think. They live in, him and Goldie Hawn live in town. Yeah, I, I don't know. But it, there's something about seeing a celebrity. It's sort of silly. I hate, very to, silly. I hate to admit that I'm a sucker for that. Yeah, like, I, w I was a sucker for Dean Prophet. Yeah, it's like, why am I so excited to see you? It was very exciting. So I was like, okay, maybe if Kurt Russell's here, then maybe I'm all right. Maybe it's going to be all right. Yeah. So we go and sit at the furniture warehouse on Granville, which is very close to the theater that Hanson was playing. And I'm uncomfortable almost the whole time. Yeah. I know. I sound like a moron. I understand it's, that. I don't get out very much. Yeah. What did you think of seeing Hanson? 
How many times have we seen Hanson? What would that be? Maybe the 10th? I don't know. I've lost count. We see them every single time they come to Vancouver. We've seen them in the States a couple times. I don't know. We never, I don't think we've missed a Hanson concert yet. No, we haven't. Here's my review. I agree with dad that the sound was a little bit muddy. Musically, I'm always really impressed. I was kind of like this time, I was like, well, do I even care about seeing Hanson? I don't know. And and, and here's what Steen and I discovered. We do still care. We do still care. For we sure. We do still care. The experience... Saying we don't care is just a lie we tell ourselves. Yeah, so we're with our dad, and dad always likes to stand behind the um, the sound guy. Yeah, me too. I liked that too. Yeah, because generally speaking, that's where the best sound is. So we stood there for a while, we had seats for a while, and then Steen and I went to the... The floor. floor. Yeah. And I got to tell you, the experience on the floor is much different than the seat. The floor, you feel like they are performing for you. Yeah. And in the seats, you feel like you're watching it on TV. So it was really fun and exciting on the floor. My first impression was like, ah, do I care? Then you know what? Once they get started, I remember how good they are musically. Yeah. Like they're, I, they're, they're tight band. I for love sure. watching Zach Hansen play the drums. Yeah. I think he's extremely talented. Yeah, he's good. And it's, it looks effortless, and he's got really nice, tasty drum fills. Yes. He's, he keeps a solid beat. Yeah. Especially by comparison to the first opening band. Yeah. And What was um, their name? Grand Southern. We walk into the Vogue. First thing Steen says is, ah, Grand Southern. We didn't miss it because yeah. we were trying to, which I actually don't like missing the opening act because... That's where you can actually discover, like, good new music. I know. But Steen's never been a fan of that. Steen does not have any respect for the opener. She has she has little respect. No. no zero respect for the opener. Zero respect yeah. for the opener. Taylor Hansen can sing. Okay? Oh, he... He can sing. They did. I forget what song they were doing. It was some kind of medley of one of their songs. And then they went into With a Little Help from My Friends by Joe Cocker. And me and Christina, we got goosebumps. It was fantastic being on the floor and hearing it. And even Isaac, they, 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 he chimed in for a verse. But they, were, they sounded fantastic on it. We left before they finished. They had two more songs and we left. Because here's the truth. Two hours is a long time Par- for them to well, play. Well, the truth is parking was running out. Parking was running out. My favorite member was and still is Taylor, the piano player. He needs to be the lead singer on every song. That's my tip. That's my note. Not that anyone cares about notes from me. Yeah. But he needs to be, stop letting the others Rem- sing lead. They're fantastic you- harmony singers, but let Taylor sing the lead. You, got, you went into this rant when we were sitting in the chairs, and I explained to you, and you laughed about, if you have some time, watch the Backstreet Boys documentary on Prime, because you will learn that Howie D, Howie DeRoe, had a big tantrum about not being the lead singer like he thought he was going to be when they when he joined. And he almost didn't return to the band yeah. unless they gave him more leads. I know, but and it's I got to like, tell you, it's like, it's he like doesn't have a lead voice. They're in the studio and the producer clearly can hear his falsetto isn't going to be great for a lead vocal. Yes. So I think the part, my, part, of I being a, my story? part of being a good band member, bandmate, is to understand your role. Yeah. My guess, after telling you this, this tale is that Isaac and Zach demand, my yeah. guess, is they, they demand to have their moment in the sun. Well, well, I think, just to go in deeper to that, I think it's actually more they're songwriters. They're all songwriters together, but separate. So I think when they have a separate solo song, they're like, well, I'm going to play my song. Yeah. And I'm going to sing it. It's like, your brother should be singing that for you. Yeah. The end. Steen and I look over to the side of the stage, and there is a person doing a live stream singing to their phone. I saw it. 
I saw singing to their phone to the music while you're waiting for the band to come on. Okay. They are fully performing for their phone. And I couldn't take my eyes off it. I was just astonished. Can, can I ask you something? Speaking of before the band comes on, why is it always Aerosmith? Why are they always playing ACDC and Aerosmith? I wonder if Aerosmith knew that they were destined to just be the music before a concert before starts. Before a concert starts. ACDC yeah. and Aerosmith. Yes. Stop. I know. Please stop. I guess I'm glad it wasn't the Eagles. Fridge Buzz. Fridge Buzz. 